On the cover, the asset stands in the middle of the base that he shares with Alina. Bright light from a window shines in and illuminates a couple of beach chairs and an inflatable strawberry donut resting against the planning table. The asset is looking at his watch and tapping his foot impatiently. Are you seeking thrilling tales of adventure and superheroics? Do you crave the weekly drama of teenage hijinks and high school angst? Then don't miss the next issue of These Protean City Comics. This issue featuring... I'm Alina. The rest is need to know. I'm the Night Owl, and no dark corner is safe. Now with our heroes assembled, let's turn the page on this issue of Protean City Comics. This is Protean City Comics, issue number 81, Brightside Bay, Cleanup Day. The first panel of the comic is in the base that Alina shares with the asset. It is early, early morning. Um, earlier than probably, I mean, how early does Alina wake up, Norm? Is she She's, an early riser? No, that's the one thing that uh, the asset has never really been able to uh, instill in her is a healthy respect for a morning jog. So Okay. So it's early enough that he is up, but Alina is not. And mm-hmm. we see a series of panels where he is just milling around the this base by himself. Somewhere off, we can hear in the background that Dewey is like there's making he's making sounds out in the kitchen area. Uh, he's cooking breakfast. Um, and as Alina starts to slowly wake up, um, she's going to smell bacon cooking and that sort of thing. We see the asset moving around the base, and he's picking things up, and he's moving them to different areas. There's the that big table where you usually have all your plans um, for what missions you're going to go on, and he's stacking things uh, on that table. But we see after a few panels of moving that what he's stacking is not the the typical binders or weapons or or like repelling gear that he normally sta- uh, stacks. He's stacking things like towels and bags and one of those just like really long pool noodles. <laughs> and when Alina finally wakes up and and sort of slowly shuffles her way into the central area of this base. She is going to be greeted by the asset grinning in swim trunks with a just like a, a white a white t-shirt and he's holding a one of those giant inflatable donut rafts <laughs> and he's just going to slowly reach out and hand it to Alina <laughs> and say we're going to go to the beach. Cool. Why? <laughs> because it's summer and you're a teenager and it's good for people watching. Okay. And we all need to relax a little bit. We're going to the beach. Okay. All right. Um, no time for talking. Go get your, your swimsuit. Grab a towel. We're going to get in the minivan. We're going to go to the beach. The minivan? We're taking the minivan. This must be serious. Okay, uh-huh. so she she does she um she gets her swimsuit on. It's um it's lifeguard red, mm-hmm. and um it may or may not have like a, a plus sign on it in white, so people might <laughs> misinterpret. Yeah, yeah, that's her as a, an authority figure. And so we see a couple panels of this minivan, which is just I think that we 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 like we follow the two of them. Uh, and Dewey, who has prepared food for you and, and is sort of like in um, has wrapped up a number of of like bacon, egg and cheese sandwiches that he's handing out to you um, in nice. uh, in like wrapped in tinfoil. Um, and we see a room that we haven't probably seen too much before, which is um, there. So the vehicle room that's attached to the space. And so we see the place where like Dewey's helicopter is parked and there's a series of cars of varying degrees of of size like there's a couple smaller sports cars um probably a miata i think um and then there's like a and then and then there is at the very end of the line just the most bland brown uh 
probably with like one stripe around the middle. Uh, wood on the sides. You got to go on the wood sides. on the sides. Minivan. <laughs> and and we see you load in the towels and and chairs and um, all of the different things that you're going to need to go to the beach. What what else would you be bringing? Would you would Alina be bringing anything special? Not really knowing what you're doing other than just going to the beach. <laughs> She's grabbing a whistle. <laughs> of course, of course she is. Now we are going to cut to Pecoy, and we're going to find Sage. What is Sage doing this morning? It's very early. It's a weekend. She is. You find her in bed, in like that sloppy way that shows she had a restless night she's got like one arm dangling off the bed and like is sort of upside down and is a little bit drooly out the side and uh, there's books everywhere but also like taco wrappers and uh (laughs) it's not a it's not a great look she's not great in the morning okay she is the night owl yeah 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 i imagine she's doing a lot more night stuff than day stuff certainly early morning stuff um And remind me, is Sage's room on an exterior wall of the building, or is it yeah, somewhere? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So um, we're going to get one shot of um, this whole room, and then, and then another shot sort of pulled back a little bit, and we can see it from the outside now with um, through the window, which is like sort of slightly cracked. And then we cut back in really close to Sage's face and we hear very, and we see like it's sprawled across the whole panel in very loud, like big bubble letters, just honk, honk. And we see another, we see the reverse shot of out this, this window with like one taco sitting on the windowsill. Uh, This, this big, just like bland looking minivan sitting outside of Picoy. So as soon as it honks, she's going to like scramble to her feet in attack position. She always wears the striped eagle like gauntlet because she's a psycho now. And she's <laughs> she's wearing it and she like wakes up in attack position with the gauntlet at the window like she's going to fire. Um, and she realizes nobody's there, wipes the dried drool from her face and goes to like peer through the blinds very skeptically yeah. and sees this horrendous looking thing outside that she does not recognize. Yeah. Although she probably does recognize the person sitting in the the passenger seat. You're telling me the windows aren't blacked out? No. This is just a regular minivan? <laughs> yep. Um, and Alina, how could you? <laughs> and in the... Actually, so it's probably not the passenger seat, but it's the one of the back big sliding door windows. Of course, yeah. You see Alina. So, Alina, what just like... What facial expression are you making when, when Sage sees you? <laughs> is it... Terrible embarrassment? (laughs) Well, yeah. Maybe not so terribly embarrassed. Sage has pretty much seen me at at my worst. And her Mm -hmm. worst. Let's be honest. Fair enough. Um, But um, still, minivan is not really her speed anymore she's got the the motorcycle and the leather jackets and stuff so it's sort of like i'm sheepishly like waving and just being (laughs) like please come please come i don't know why we're going out and this is weird please please come down (laughs) um we cut back to a panel of the like exterior window shot with just eyes out the out the blinds and they're wide and then they narrow and then the blinds close and about (laughs) obviously one panel but like five minutes later so maybe two panels sage walks outside in a leather jacket and black jeans (laughs) and boots just give me a couple like what what is sage bring like she doesn't know where you're going i guess although she probably definitely sees the giant inflatable like uh strawberry frosted donut inflation thing she knows where they're going sage don't do that so what is she bringing with her in this back so She's probably bringing a swimsuit, but she's wearing black jeans, her combat boots, her black leather jacket, and black sunglasses. Okay. Um, Is she bringing the gauntlet? Oh, always. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that that's waterproofed by now. Um, (laughs) It's the perfect summer accessory. For sure. She's also bringing a water gun in the backpack (laughs) that Alina doesn't know about. Okay. (laughs) That could be Um, fun later. So as you approach this car, um, 
that you hear like uh you you, you hear there's um some kind of generic like yacht rock playing inside this van of and course. as you draw close um you see uh Dewey reaches up to a thing on the on the sort of like um uh, where the little where usually cars have a little um sunglass holder and he hits a button and the the side door of the van slides open by itself um and and Alina probably scoots over on the bench because it's a bench. It's definitely not bucket seats. It's definitely a bench uh, to let you in. So Sage is going to put one boot up on the like rail thing that runs underneath the van, like the the runner board. Yeah. Pull the sunglasses down like real cool, like just a little bit on her nose and be like, what's up? And... Uh, the asset is going to turn around and he is also wearing, I think, uh, sunglasses, but they're not his normal kind of like uh, horn rims glasses, like super generic uh, glasses. He's wearing kind of bigger aviators and he also mirrors your pose of like pulling the sunglasses off his, off his eyes and he kind of looks at you and he has a big grin on his face and he just says, we're going to the beach. Sounds dangerous. So glad I packed. And then we see the door slam and this van drive off. Um, and then we probably see a couple panels that span the course of probably the like, let's be honest, maybe hour and a half it takes them to drive this stupid minivan through the middle of a city towards the beach that they definitely could have gotten to by a subway. But we're doing the minivan thing because that's what the asset wants to do. Um, so when you approach this beach, um, the Perdian City Beach is interesting because it's in the middle of the city. Uh, for one thing, and we've seen uh, we've seen various shots of it, but this is like Protean City Beach in the height of its beachiness, and so I think you unload, uh, you park the car. There's like a big parking garage um, where people who come in from out of the city to visit the city or visit the beach park. But there's a small exterior lot next door to it. Um, and there's a bunch of reserved spots, and uh, Dewey reaches into the the um, the glove compartment. And he fishes through a bunch of different um, hanging things and finds the one that's the the right matching uh, logo for this lot, and hangs it up on the uh, the rearview mirror. And they pull into a reserved spot uh, and park, and 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 the um, the trunk pops open, and they all and you all get out and start unloading things for the for the beach. And there's a bunch of chairs. Um, the asset has thoughtfully packed a chair for each of you and a bunch of extra towels and stuff. And uh, and he's going to bring the big donut with him because <laughs> it's his favorite. So we see a couple shots of this. So this, this, this parking gar- lot garage thing is next to, there's maybe like one main road and then there's the boardwalk. And the boardwalk has a bunch of like smaller kind of kitschy shops on one side that serve as a, a barrier between the city parts of Protean City and the beach part of Protean City. And all over the boardwalk, then there's a railing, and then it, it drops down into a, a, not a huge beach, because this is the city and it's a bay, but there's a, there's a sizable uh, portion of sand here. Um, and as you turn the corner uh, around these, these sort of like shop, smaller beachy shops and look out over the beach, you see an interesting thing. First of all, there's a ton of people here, um, which is what you're used to. But what you're not used to seeing is that in the middle of this area of the beach, there is a big stand set up. Um, It's not quite like a full bandstand, but it is a raised platform um, that is sort of connected to the boardwalk in one area. And there's a bunch of big like poles that are that are have that have speakers mounted on them. And we see in bright, beautiful colors. it just sort of there's a there's a um, it says in big uh, kind of bubbly letters, um, Protean City Beach Cleanup Day, and then in smaller letters, sponsored by Callaway Corporation, um, and all over the beach there are people picking up trash and let's be really honest, uh, metal and pieces of spaceship debris and all sorts of things from the numerous spacecraft that have crashed into the bay recently, um, including one thing that was definitely not a time spaceship and was definitely not a space laser. It was definitely a regular satellite. Um, and definitely. definitely. So what, what are you doing as you sort of move? Like, what are you thinking? Are you interacting with each other as we're moving towards this beach? As we got out of the van and I was out of earshot of the asset and Dewey, who I know mean well, I turned to Alina and go... Remind me what I did to anger you so 
again? I, I'm 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 really sorry. It just they were acting really weird, and I didn't want. Uh, you're a buffer. Sorry, sorry. So lunch at the diner tomorrow is on you. Yeah, I can totally find that money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and okay, fine. The asset is going to hand off this big inflatable donut to Dewey. Uh, and he is going to turn to uh, Alina, and he's going to take. Uh, did you bring? Would you have brought a chair with you? Yeah. Me? Well, they brought. Uh, we brought chairs. Cha- he for brought. Us. The asset packed chairs, but are you bringing one to the beach? Yes. Okay. Um, he's going to take the chair out of your hands and turn it to Sage and try to hand Sage the chair and be like, "Would you mind uh, taking this and finding a spot?" Um, I just need to have a moment to talk to Alina, and we'll catch you guys. Go with Dewey. Okay, and I'll take the chair, and it's very awkward because I have my giant backpack and I'm hot and sweaty (laughs) in my leather, but I will carry the chair and all my weapons. Um, And and so the asset is going to kind of take Alina to the side. Um, You're still standing up on this, this boardwalk, uh, and you watch as Sage and Dewey sort of walk off and find a spot. Uh, and Dewey starts to set up an umbrella. Um, and, and you can see there are people all over this beach. And they are, they are coming together as a community to clean the beach. And, and like I think that you see some people you recognize. Because among this crowd of people who are spending time devoting their, their free time on a Saturday to clean this beach, um, a number of them are in the sort of standard blue blade not blue blazers but a mix of blue blazers or blue navy bathing suits um that all have the same logo of the appointed um and uh and we'll get to them in a second but we see a panel where the asset kind of puts his hands on the the railing and leans forward and looks out all over the people and he he turns to you and says alina hmm i feel like all we do anymore is just have awkward conversations. And I guess it's just time to have another one. I haven't seen your friend John around recently. Um, she's going to blink a couple times and say, John, do you mean uh, Kalino? No. Or Ben, Ben, you mean Ben? No, you know, I mean John. Look. Alina, it's okay. I'm I'm a federally trained secret agent. I can I can read between lines. If if you and John um I know you were um you were uh What are you talking about? I, I... If you if you if you are um if you need uh me to help um if you, if you have relation, I mean, if you have relationship questions uh, or or troubles, um, if that boy hurt you in any way, well, oh, okay. Um, this is a lot. I, um, he's just kind of staring at you and giving you this like kind of. He's not really. This is not a conversation he's super prepared to have. But he's like, he's trying. I just look at him and he's like trying so hard and I'm so clueless. Okay. And I just go, I'm I'm not sure I'm ready to talk about it. But when I am, I'll let you know. Okay. And I'll um sure. And if and if not me, I'm sure that Dewey would love to talk to you. Um I know. He's around, um, and I don't know. Any, any of it, we'll, we're both here for you, is what I'm trying to say. But I wanted you to get out of the house. I wanted you to have some time in the beach. I wanted you to stop thinking about him if that's a problem. Um, and but if you wanna, if you wanna pretend like he's he never existed, then I'm totally down for that. Uh, never liked the kid anyway, and we can we can just we can just move on, and everything will be fine. As long as you're good. Okay. She's just really confused. Uh, I'm going to go talk to Sage right now. Okay? Okay. All right. 
All right. All right. And I... Head down to the beach? Yes. Okay. And we're going to cut to Sage. Um... You are down on the beach, and and Nick, and and so you're, you've you've got a couple chairs that you probably set up, um, and Dewey is, has set up this umbrella, and he's hel- he's like very delicately like laying out. He's like putting like he has a whole pile of um, of t- of towels that he carried out with him as well, and so he's like putting a towel in each chair, and he's putting the umbrella. Uh, he's he's tilt like he's like gently placed the um the inflatable uh, strawberry donut next to what is clearly the assets chair. Um, and he's going to sit down and he has a book that he's reading uh, and he's just going to dive back into that. Um, and, and, and you're kind of just standing around looking around this beach, watching all of the people pretending that you're too, like pretending that you're too cool for all of this. Um, I'm not pretending. You're maybe you're not <laughs> pretending uh, or at least Sage believes she's not pretending. Um, and out of the crowd, like uh, just this, like the bright, bright light glints off of something and hits you so bright that it's like through the sunglasses it's bright um and when you kind of like squint and look through it um you see that off into the in sort of in the middle area amongst all of the these like navy blazered navy bathing suited people um is one just big um don't you do this to me james (laughs) uh metal boy um and he is he is um i think he's shoveling um and he is preparing like what is clearly going to be a a big dugout area for they're going to do a bonfire later i don't know if he can feel heat or not i feel like probably he feels it in a different kind of way but in any case he's warm so he's not wearing a shirt so he's just like this big muscly silver man (laughs) Yeah. Like his, he's got, he's got um, he's sweating, but it's not like sweat. It looks more like a condensation on a on a like a metal cup. Yeah, it's running very quickly, um, but it still glistens. And God, is it beautiful! <laughs> and uh, just you know, working working with that shovel, being so mm-hmm. efficient. And yep. uh, he's a good boy. I see him. And immediately, like at this point, I've taken my leather jacket off because I, even I can't stand that. So I'm standing there in my tank top and jeans and boots on a beach, just open mouth, staring at this gorgeous metal Adonis <laughs> when Alina walks up. Yeah. So you see your friend just kind of staring. Okay. And uh, I follow her gaze out to Guild, whom I do remember. Yeah, and who um, is in your vis- in the panels that follow your vision not glinting and and like shining nearly as much as when we see him through Sage's eyes. In my panel, he has those little star sparkle things on him. He's just like <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah. In uh, Alina's point of view, he's just got sort of like heat shimmer around him. Yeah, and he. <laughs> He's like just thrown some weird reflections just all over the place. Yeah. And you see Alina like a wider view of this where there are there's a number of other people um around him including uh the other girl that you remember Mindy who is in a kind of like um one piece navy um unitard looking kind of bathing suit um mm-hmm. and she is is moving um pieces of wood and preparing them next to where this bonfire is going to be um and the two of them are kind of like t- clearly talking we can you can see them in the distance and there's a third gentleman who's a little bit older um and he he's clearly the adult chaperone who's there with all of these uh appointed kids uh and he is he is he's kind of a he's he's not in tr- swim trunks at all but he's in like some cargo shorts and like maybe uh, a camouflage t-shirt. Um, but he does have like a, he is wearing the Navy blazer, um, but it's got the sleeves rolled up and he has a scarf around his neck, even though it's stupid hot. Um, and he has a little kind of goatee and a man bun. Uh, and he's definitely like helping guide them. And every once in a while you see, he picks up a piece of trash 
uh, and he kind of just like t- like he grabs a can and he tosses it up in the air and it like arcs up and starts to fall and then just shoots off in one direction and lands perfectly in the trash can and you see him kind of just like he's just throwing uh, trash up into the air and then they like they start to go and then they fall a little bit and then wing off towards a trash can and he nails each one every time um, and so you see this big picture um, one of the times though he throws a piece of metal that's, that he's picked up and it just hits the, and we see one panel where it like just tinks off the rim and falls next to the trash can. And Alina, we can see, sees this and this little tiny crab thing um, scuttles out from behind the trash can, grabs the metal and scuttles off in, in sideways in one direction and kind of digs into the sand and disappears. And it's weird because for like one split sec, like this is pretty far away. Um, mm-hmm. and so you're, you're like, you and it's bright, it's a bright day, but you could, you could have sworn it had just like human arms. Ooh, no. Like, just like weird flesh no. arms, but it's like, no, that's definitely, that's not what crabs look like. That's crazy. And it was far away. Um, you probably just, it's the heat is getting to you. I wouldn't worry about it. She sh- shakes her head and just sort of tries to clear that cursed image from her brain. Yeah. And, um refocuses on um lovey-dovey eyes oh. hmm. and without taking my eyes off my target um i'm just going to say so we're working then right it might be a little of both great and i'm just going to start walking right f- for him <laughs> <laughs> oh and I, and go, I drag you with me. I'm just going to grab your hand when I realize you're not also walking. Okay. <laughs> We're going. Um, and as you're being, dra- Alina, as you're being dragged towards uh, this group of people, you are like, you're kind of like, sh- like Sage is pulling you faster, I think, than you really would be, like, would care to walk. Um, mm-hmm. And and as you get closer to this big pit, uh, there there is, I mean, there's a lot of just detritus and stuff on this beach and you step on something that feels a little bit sharp like it's it's not it's not sharp enough that it's going to cut you but it's some piece of chunk of metal and you turn to look at it and you see this like um hermit crab thing that's like that's clearly right neck like there's a piece of metal which is what you stepped on and there's this little hermit crab thing and you see it like turns and rolls over and for like one second instead of having the like thousands of little like hermit crab feet it's just got like six like bear feet like 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 it looks like like feet that would be on a miniature bear and it grabs this piece of metal and continues rolling and then like scuffles under the sand and disappears and you're like and then and then it, it's there for a second and then you're gone being dragged past you're disgusting james <laughs> i don't know what okay. you're talking about i'm Oh, okay, so she's just dragging along, being dragged, trying to go. Wait, Sage, did you? I mean, hold on, hold on. I want to, I want to, and I imagine that Sage is just not. I'm not hearing listening. it. No, all right. And I got a good grip. You're heading straight for these, this, these, these appointed, uh, generally these appointed people, um. And so when you show when you when you get closer, um, Guild has sort of stopped and is like stretching his back, and he like stabs the the um, um, shovel into the sand, and mm. he's looking around, and you see the the like the goateed dude uh, just kind of gently tosses a towel, which like does this like bounce skip and then launches towards him, uh, <laughs> and he grabs it and he's like he's wiping off his head. Uh, and it, and his and his shoulders, which are like weirdly like they just immediately condensate again, um, and so it's not really helping. Um, and he turns and he sees you and he goes, "Oh hey, it's uh, um, it's Sage and um, Nancy. Nancy was it? Nancy yeah. looks. <laughs> I haven't seen you guys since uh, you came to that party. I was hoping that you were going to come around again. Sorry, I I just got busy. My folks, you know, they don't really understand. Mm. So how are you? Uh, I'm 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 okay. Um, you look great. I'm just I mean, um, you look what you look well. Well, oh, oh. Um, and he's like his head, like he starts to like get the like dimply uh, metal thing, like metal dimples in his cheeks. Um, and um, you see, um, 
this kind of much shorter, um, like orange haired girl, um, who is his friend Mindy walks over and like, just like slaps him on the back and you see metal or you see electric arc, like electricity arc around his whole body. And she's just like zapped him. And she's like, um, Hey Marcus. Uh, well, Oh, and Hey, it's our friends. You guys are back. Did you, you come for the, uh, the cleanup? Yes, we did. Um, and, and Guild is kind of like, uh, or Marcus says, Oh, great. Um, I'm glad to have the help. Um, Hey, and, and while you're here, you should meet, uh, Jonathan. He maybe like, I know you guys were sort of interested in, uh, the appointed. Um, I know, I don't know if you are still interested. Um, but, uh, I mean, I could, I could introduce you and then you could, you could come hang out with us more. Maybe. Um, that'd be a thing that you're, you're interested in. Right now, I'm like really committed to the community service of making sure the speech looks really nice. So maybe oh, yeah. socializing after. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I think, um, I think, um, I think Light Show is performing later. Um, I'm kind of not a huge fan. He's no a little too cocky for me. Um, but you can go. That's cool. I mean, maybe Nancy wants to go. Nancy, do you want to go? I mean, I'm like Light Show. It's <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with Light Show? I don't know. He just like rubs me the wrong way. He's like no, kind of a pain. It's just yeah. me. I'm, I'm sure yeah. it's just I mean, me. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I'm, I'm sure he's, I mean, I, I don't watch his show. I just would like, I would, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see like what he puts on. But like, yeah, I'm. Uh, he's not that, he's not that cool. <laughs> yeah, see, Nancy, not um, that cool. While they've been conversating, Yes. I would like to add that there yes. are multiple panels. Uh, there's probably, it's probably a page where there's maybe a circular panel where they're speaking and just panels surrounding them where Alina is grabbing somebody's sunscreen with zinc <laughs> on it and putting it on her nose and um, stealing somebody's sunglasses and somebody's floppy hat. Yep. And getting that get up going so she's not as recognizable <laughs> yeah what is the last thing you're looking for like what's the one thing you can't find that you want it's a cover-up okay so you're looking around for a cover-up um to find to change what kind of what your outfit looks like um and you're looking around and you're looking around and you're not really seeing one that's like lying around somewhere because you're kind of now in this middle of this group of people who are standing um and you look up towards the um towards the the big the, the big speaker stacks they have in the middle on this stage because someone mentioned light so light show and so you're looking over there to see if maybe he's there already but he's not um and you see this um this like uh i think it's like a it's like a it's either, you're not quite sure it's either a small eagle or it's a large seagull and it's like it's got a fish like it, it, it so it's it's standing on top of the speakers and it like swoops off and you can you can see that it's you can see that it's got like a fish in its in its in its claws or like maybe it has its fish in its claws maybe like it has a fish tail like maybe it has maybe it's like it's hard like it's you only see it for like one second and it but like you're like oh no it can't what would what would a bird with a fish tail even like what that doesn't that doesn't work that you're just the heat is getting to you this is not your friend is being really weird what is going do don't even it, think about it. Do I need to to start using my powers of deduction to extend you, you don't my have senses? To. I mean, none of this okay. is probably you're just you're just it's the heat, it's getting to you. You haven't like you just were dragged here straight. You didn't drink a lot of water today. I'm sure it's it, all fine. You guys are having this kind of awkward moment. And Mindy sort of taps Guild on the shoulder again and you see little like ripples of of electricity bounce around him cuz she's just like she's annoying him. Um and she's like, "Hey, hey, I was looking for a thing um and I found this really cool, um, uh, like like bay cave thing over on the side. When I was looking for to see if there was more trash over there, do you want to you want to come look at it? I think it'd be fun. I I maybe um, and 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 she kind of like looks at him, and he turns and looks at her, kind of with like a really dumb look on his face, and she just like slowly winks, <laughs> and then and then starts to like pull him 
off in one direction and he's like he's like oh yeah um i have a we, we gotta go look i gotta go look at this cave um i'm sure i'll see you guys around you're not you're not going anywhere, you're not going anywhere for the day right like you'll be around um i'm sure i'll be back i've gotta go sorry he's, he's like he's being pulled away he's like i gotta i gotta i gotta go um i'm sure uh sage i'll see you later um hopefully um bye and then oh, like he's oh yeah okay bye and as he's leaving i'm just gonna reach out and s- toss uh, a magnetic tracker. Ooh, okay. Um, oh. Onto him? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, like, it floats and clings to his back? Where where would you be trying to throw this? It's just gonna be on his, in, on his like, lower back. Okay. Um, and so he's dragged off, and you see them moving through this crowd, and then, like, there's this big kind of wide beach, but off to one side, there's, um, the boardwalk juts out into the beach a little bit, and there's, like, one kind of, like, old, arcade looking building, and then around, underneath of it, there's this big rock, and you can kind of see, like, through the crowd, they move off around behind this big rocky area, um, and move off away from this main part of the beach. Now what? Well, I mean, we should probably check to see what's going on with them, right? I mean, that sounds great to me. Is that okay with you, <laughs> Aunt Marge? Because at this point, you've got, like, a big old lady sun hat and, like, your nose is covered in sunscreen and you have a, a shawl. Got a moo-moo. She gives you a little uh, a look and goes, I don't want you to get hurt, but I don't know. They seem pretty flirty. I'm fine. I mean, it's all just an act, right? I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Do you want to figure it out? Do you want to follow them? You want to follow them? Sure. Uh, I would like to follow them. Why don't Great. we follow them? Okay. So as you're following them away from this, as you're following away from, like, moving away from this group um, and approaching this big rock, you're, you're like, you're, you're sort of, like, you have to, like, skirt around. Um, there's not, like, you have to get into the water a little bit. Um, and so I'm sure we see a couple... Um, what kind of footwear would Alina have worn to the beach? Is she a sandals person? I'm assuming she's not wearing combat boots. Right. No, it's, or something it's crazy. Flip-flops. Okay. And- so we see a couple like panels of Alina in flip flops and Sage in her combat boots or motorcycle boots, uh, moving through this kind of like low, shallow water. And we see another like weird crab, uh, that has just nat- like we as a as a as a as a reader see a panel that is clearly a crab with just beefy human arms instead of Ew. claws, and it scuttles away from Alina's foot. Um, and but neither of the the girls see this. Um, but what you do see is out into the bay. Um, as maybe part of the cleanup e- effort, there's this big weird ship. Um, that kind of like it, for a moment you think that it's two ships because they're they're like but they're pointed where their noses are touching and then you realize like as you're moving around through this water that they're not touching like it's one big V-shaped ship and between the the V-shaped area of it um, there's this big crane that they've got erect or like they're pulling up um, and you can see that they're getting ready to like drop obviously like drop a crane uh, hook down into this into this water um and around this ship there are like you see the little rounded off yellow piece uh like yellow domes of submersibles of someone is out in the middle of this bay doing some kind of a uh rescuing recovery kind of thing um but but that's that's far out into the into the water it's not don't worry about that too much um and as you as you turn around this this big rock you come into a um a cavey area uh, of the beach where there's like, it's, it's really underneath a big chunk of the boardwalk, which is touching the water where like, you can hear arcade noises above you and, and off into the middle area where there's, there's like, it's like, it's a lot less Sandy here. There's, it's a more mix of, of stones and, and, and just like rock that has been dug out. Um, there's maybe like an entrance to a, uh, like a water, like a water sewer, um, so like any runoff that comes onto the boardwalk gets funneled down here. And in the middle of this big area, you see there's this big chunk of, um, computer electronic stuff, um, attached to, uh, a big crystal, um, that has, that it, it almost looks like it's growing out of this ground here. Um, 
but maybe doesn't look like it's definitely like it wasn't intended to be here. And Guild and Arc Flash are standing around it, trying to figure out what it is. And Guild says, "I don't, I don't understand how. How did this? What? How did this even wash up here? What is? What is this? Why did you bring me here? I thought I was in the middle of a conversation. We could have waited. This isn't going anywhere." Um. And an arc flash says, "Yeah, but like this is what we came here for. This is important. We have a we have a task to do, and and we can't just like let people get like we can't let people distract you. You're getting like get your head in the game, Marcus. Like this is this is this is our important. Like, this is our big break. We, we we can move up in the organization if we can pull this off. We just need to figure out what the heck this thing is." Can our panel be a Scooby-Doo head stacking behind a wall or something? Um, And you see the two heads, and then I'm going to, like, grab Alina's shoulder and pull us back hidden. I would like to assess the situation. All right. Well, then go ahead and roll plus superior. Nine plus superior. Eleven. All right. That's my girl. On a 10 plus, you get to ask two of the questions. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is the most vulnerable to me? And how could we best end this quickly? Just because it's always a good thing to know. Who mm. here is the most vulnerable to me? Hmm. Um, I think that the person who is the most vulnerable to you is probably Arc Flash because... I mean, really, the only two people who are the other, the only people who are here are you and your and and these two, and between the two of them, uh, one of them has metal skin and one of them doesn't. So you could, if you were going to she's attack, she's just one lighter. Of, she's just lighter, um, and you are pretty sure you could take her in in like a fist fight. Mm-hmm. What here can I use to? Um, what here can I use as a conversation starter? as an excuse as to why we followed them. Mm. Um, so there is um, over by the, this big pipe that is, that go, goes into the, the, the rocks and the boardwalk. Um, it's like some kind of a sewery, like run, drainage runoff. Um, and into one of like wedged between a couple of the bars, there is another piece of this, I want to say greenish rock um, that is part of this big, like they have a, there's this larger piece that's in the middle connected to this like weird machinery. Um, And Ooh, actually do you, um, you were on the time ship, right? Yes. So you specifically remember this kind of, of panel. This is very clearly as you're looking at it now, um, the panel a, a panel of some piece of the time ship that you are in in space, um, and it is and it is it is wired into this big stone, and a piece of this stone that definitely looks like it's con- it has been like knocked off is connected is like off on a pl- like on this um, this drainage runoff, and the two of them haven't seen it yet, but if you could grab it, that would be like a hey like I found this piece of this thing that you're clearly looking at. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I walk over and I grab it. Oh, you're just it. walking out? Yeah. Well, okay. I grab it and then walk over. Okay. They both immediately drop into a fighting stance. Like, uh, our um, guild kind of like, he's a little bit slower and he kind of just like puts his hands up. Like, he's not... <laughs> He's just gonna like he doesn't really have a, a he's just gonna shield himself with his hands. But Arc Flash really like whirls and kind of crouches lower, and you can see electricity starts to like uh, ripple up her arms. Um, and and there's like one very tense moment as they watch you walk over to this 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 drain and just kind of like I guess grab the rock, mm-hmm. and then they kind of relax once they see that it's you. And Arc Flash says, what are you doing here? Cleaning up the beach like everybody else. Hmm. This kind of looks like, hmm. This kind of looks like. And Gildas is going to say, it looks like, it looks like this rock. 
It looks like it looks like a piece of this ro- this bigger rock. What is that? Oh rock? yeah, you know, you know, you, uh, you're you're right. It does. It does. It really does, Guild. So, uh, what kind of rock is this? I like oh, rocks. Oh, um, it's a. Uh, uh, he, he turned like he didn't re- he didn't see you for a moment, and now and he's like, oh, um, it's a. Uh, uh, I don't I don't I don't know what it is yet. We're we're trying to figure that out. Um, why did you follow us? Here? Oh, we were just following the garbage and ended up here, and we saw you, so we figured we'd come help you. And and uh, they're they kind of both look at each other, and they look back at you. And they look back at each other. Arc Flash says, "All right, well, can can I have it?" And she reaches out a hand, and Alina holds on to it firmly and says, "Well, hold on. I mean, we don't know what this does. You know, maybe I should keep it, you know, in in my bag." And she produces a (laughs) and as she starts to move towards this bag. This like w- dark form falls down from the uh, the 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 uh, boardwalk above you, and it's like it's maybe football sized, but it looks like a really big um, hermit crab shell. But instead of like the regular like hermit crab like arms, it's got these like flailing octopus tentacles. This thing drops onto you, like onto your shoulder, and it grabs the stone and just like continues to like flail and roll. And it like it starts to like pull its way in this like disgusting octopusy walk towards, and it turns back and looks at, up at you to see if you're moving towards it. And it's got these little like lobstery tentacle things on its eye, like eye stalks. And it turns around and it like with like two, like in a very intelligent way with two of its octopus hands lifts up and slams this piece of rock down into like what is now really obviously a, uh, like the missing the place where it was sheared off and the whole world like the the green of this of this um this rock pulses and you all look deep into it and you see just like pure energy and and the universe rushing towards you and like warmth of like the heat of the warmth of the sun and the and like the sharpness of the rocks you feel it on your feet even though like sage you're wearing shoes but you feel the tingling of like of many pointed rocks and it like ripples up your body and the whole world flashes white in a split second and we get one panel of just white nothingness oh dip and we turn the page and we see another panel of whiteness and then we see another panel that's one of the chairs that you guys brought with you and on that chair is propped up the big uh, glazed strawberry donut and sitting kind of like awkwardly uh, as though they were thrown backwards onto this chair, a maybe eight year old boy um, with kind of like an awkward cowlick on the front of his like mop top hat. And he's wearing the same kind of um, blue with fish bathing suit that we saw the asset wearing earlier. Um, and he's wearing the same kind of a white t-shirt, but it's a little bit bigger and it's kind of awkward around him. And he's kind of like, he can't quite get a good seat. And we see another panel of the, of, of another maybe, maybe, maybe seven year old boy um, who has cargo shorts that are like way too big for him and uh, like a, a, a scarf around his neck. Uh, and he's got really raggy hair that's kind of pulled up behind him. Um, and he's just kind of looking around the beach very confused. And then we see a panel of um, just this like tiny little uh, like five-year-old dumpy metal boy um, and a little girl with um, very short uh, orange hair in like a one-piece bathing suit. That's the, the the appointed navy. And then, could you go ahead and describe for me what your characters look like as six-year-olds? Little six-year-old Sage has um, brown hair that's been cut basically off because her dad didn't know how to take care of. <laughs> little girl hair so he cut it all off um but she didn't know any better it was fine um she's wearing a black t-shirt 
with the Tasmanian devil on it and black pants that are too big and little baby combat boots. Yeah. Oh, and I have a gauntlet still. Uh, Did you bring that with you? Yeah, I I wear it all the time. You you wore it to the beach? She does. Or was it in your backpack? I wear it in when I sleep. I wear it all the time. Okay. The gauntlet is still full-sized. Yeah, it's hilarious. Okay, just so we're all, we're so we're on the same page. Alina is um, just a, a smaller, more chubby-faced, rounder version of herself. Uh, her eyes are like way too big for her head, mm. you know, and um, she's just drowning in like this huge hat now, and um, the cover-up she got is just like draped off her. She looks like Great Caesar's ghost um, uh, just sort of haunting the beach uh, with her sunglasses on that are kind of canted now, you know. Because <laughs> one is probably, one side has fallen off the ear. Yes. Yeah. So the four of you, the four of you now children, kind of like shake your heads and and clear that weird vision out of your eyes and and you see now that there is um the the weird uh hermit crab octopus thing it now a lot bigger um uh, because you are a lot smaller um is still standing next to the the big um the big control panel and it is like tapping with all eight of its arms uh on some on this control thing and you hear it like <laughs> And it makes some weird, terrifying noise, and a couple more of them drop down from the from the the top of the um, boardwalk above you. And so maybe there's like four of them now, and they start dragging this piece of of rock and control panel out into the sea. I'm gonna lift my gauntlet arm as though I am going to shoot. One of these crabs with it, okay. but as I lift it, it falls off my arm okay. into the sand, and I'm just gonna look down at it, look at my tiny baby hands, and then look at my cherubic friend Alina and go, "Well, this isn't good. Oh, this is weird. I don't like it. Well, apparently, we're children. Um, ye- I'm still gonna shoot one of these motherfuckers, and I'm gonna try to." <laughs> Pick up, I'm gonna try to pick up my gauntlet. I'm gonna pick up my gauntlet with both hands and like prop it against my stomach and try okay. to push the button and shoot a crab anyway. All right. Um, I guess I would like you to roll to directly engage a threat. That's a nine. Okay. So on a seven to nine, you pick one, resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten them. Um,. Can I take one of the crabs? Can I like shoot it and paralyze it so that I can go look at it? I'm gonna say that yes. I'm treating these people like I'm treating them like they're a group, and so I think that you are able to like wing one with this like pretty wild la- laser shot out of this gauntlet. Yeah, I fall down on my butt after shooting them, and one of them like you've you've like it starts to develop a little crack in its shell, and it kind of like flails its tentacles, and it's trying to like grab at the crack, and and it it falls behind as the rest of them uh, disappear out into the sea. I'm and... going to try to like scramble to my feet. I'm trying to carry the gauntlet, but it's big and heavy, so I'm like dragging it behind me and sort of running over to this crab, and I'm going to mm-hmm. stomp on one of its weird tentacles I with think my that... baby so, boot. And I think that it's it's like you're still getting used to the weight of your, your your body and the weight of this gauntlet and you go to stomp and the gauntlet like sticks in the sand because you weren't carrying it high enough and you topple forward a little bit and the octopus kind of like flails for a second even harder because you've just kind of landed on it and then it starts to like wrap its tentacles around you and no 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 ghost 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 what um what conditions do you not have marked I have no conditions marked. I would like you to mark insecure because you were like barely able to fire this gauntlet and now this like uh, weird monster just kind of like grabbed you and it wraps and yeah and you're flailing doing your little kid like gross 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 thing and and Mm -hmm. it flails and it but it it doesn't like it's not attacking you it's just kind of like 
it stops and then it sw- it spins you and and it's just looking with its little tentacle eyes over at the rest of you and Marcus um who is kind of like he's a little bit dumpier and he's walking over towards um he starts because he's starting to follow you he puts out one like tiny baby metal hand and he's just like uh stop stop uh uh, what, whatever you are, stop! You can't uh, let her go. <laughs> um, and and um, arc arc flash jumps up. Like I think she rolls. Actually, she like combat rolls up next to him and like goes to shoot electricity. And it's just like this little like static um, like sparkler effect. And and so the, the three of you are kind of facing off against this this weird creature, which is like clicking and 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 flailing a couple extra uh, tentacles. And it's it's just trying to keep it. It's trying to keep Sage positioned between uh, the three of you and itself. What okay. So th- this is done. Um, <laughs> so uh, Alina is going to um, kind of forget about her powers for a second. And she's just going to rush up and try to like pull Sage away from this creature. Okay. And You're just trying. Are you just trying to release her? Yes. I would like you to roll to unleash your powers. Nine. All right. So on a hit, you do it, uh, but on a seven to nine, you can mark a condition or the jam will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I'm going to mark insecure. <laughs> okay. So what does this look like as you um, kind of like ninja your way through these uh, flailing tentacles and peel them off of, of baby Sage? So she's just batting away uh, the tentacles and sort of like just trying to get whatever part of sage that she can get her hands around and sort of like Winnie the Pooh being stuck in like the the, the hole the hole where she's just sort of like about to tumble over once sage gets free okay uh do you do the two of you fall over do like once once you actually pry her free of the of the octopusy thing yes i think i think we go ass over tea kettle cartwheel back unintentionally the the crab kind of like flails its tentacles at you and then like pulls them back into the shell a little bit um and you can see like little tips of tentacles like uh feeling at the place where the shell cracked and uh as you fall back onto the the beach um this little like um crab scuttles out and you can see that it's got like just human legs like a whole series this of human legs worst. and just two this big instead of, instead of instead of crab arms it's got just two big beefy crab like human arms um and it rolls and it like it scuttles sideways up to this the the weird octopus crab thing and it's like um and it just sort of and you can hear now in english for whatever reason it says no. um <laughs> it says leave them the cargo is fine we'll we'll be uh, returned to the sea and and it scuttles off backwards and helps pull the this broken shelled uh, crab thing into the ocean with it. You're lying on the ground, um, and I think that Marcus and and Mindy, uh, w- like they walk up to you, and and uh, <laughs> Mindy just looks over at the two looks over the two of you and looks up at and looks at Marcus who's still kind of like just wadding around in circles trying to get used to like the weird stiff way his new like baby metal body goes and she just goes oh we're fucked <laughs> I second that and she's gonna reach down and give you a hand up if you take it and um, for a second there um, just all of uh, Alina's hair stands on end because <laughs> Yeah. As Arc Flash helps her up, Sage isn't standing up. She's trying to crawl after the crab, following it with like following its trail, and she's just sort of crawling after the crab. Like, come on, it's getting away. Are you bringing the gauntlet with you, or are you leaving it behind on the beach? Um, you no, have I magic. Have to bring it. You don't have to bring it. You don't. Do no, anything. I have to. It's mine. You don't, you don't need it. Um, so she's going to be crawling. She's going to be crawling after the thing, and she's going to go crap, and then she's going to kind of turn around and go get it, and like um, maybe put it on a leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Doesn't she still have the giant backpack? 
Do I still have a giant backpack, James? I don't know. Do you still have a giant backpack? Totally. So I'm yeah. going to put it in the giant backpack and uh, pull the pull the straps as tight as they'll go, which is yeah, not tight not, enough. Not tight enough. And I'm going to keep trying to follow the crabs. Okay. They are... So this, this water here, uh, it goes out for a little ways where it's still pretty shallow, but then it drops off pretty suddenly. Um this is a thing that you know about Protean City Bay is that there's like there's a little bit of beach, but it's really a man-made beach. And then it drops off and goes out into the deep sea. It's where like in the in the north part of the bay there's there's like a there's one company that still makes ships and so like every once in a while you'll see ships being launched out um and then down south like uh, the Callaway Corporation has their own ship factory where they make stuff um and where they launch rockets from um, and so you know that this is about to drop off really quickly, and you still can't see them in the water. If you are going to go forward more, you're going to have to deal with the fact that you can't breathe water. What is your plan for that? I think Sage is going to realize that and then just kind of slump and land on her butt with her very heavy backpack and just stare at the water like... Well, now what do we do? Alina uh, has spotted in the distance a giant rubber ducky raft. <laughs> okay. There were probably a bunch of kids like or people playing on it. Um, and then as they became kids, they fell off. And so the thing is floating and spinning and drifting towards where you are. And she goes, I have an idea. And she goes kind of running after the the raft and just in that way that like kids kind of put their knees all the way up to their chins when they're trying to run <laughs> and um, grabs the raft and says, Sage, come on. We can probably paddle out. Um, Sage is going to stand up with the backpack still on the on the beach and I would like to roll to charge my baby burn. Okay. Wait, is that plus conditions? It is plus conditions. Awesome. That makes it a seven. Okay. So on a seven to nine, you have to mark a condition, but you hold three. I'm going to mark, I want to mark afraid. Okay. I don't like this. I have my little baby burn and I'm going to grab my backpack and drag it behind me up to this rubber ducky raft. Okay. So your plan is now to just kind of like, Float out deeper into the waters. Looking for these crab things. Okay. Um, so if you don't object to it, Mindy and Marcus are going to follow you. And Mindy is going to pretty nimbly like jump on top of this um, this uh, ducky thing and like facing backwards. And she is going to reach out a hand and help Marcus up. And he kind of just like belly flops onto like the, like a flatter part of like the wing maybe. Um, and the whole thing goes poof. And the and whole like thing shakes. Flip. Like doesn't it doesn't flip, but it, it like you, you start to move forward a little bit because he kind of like did this like little chubby running jump and he jumps onto it and you start to like spin out towards the bay and... Um, and like one side of the the duck that he's on tips way down, and like Alina, the side that you're the far side that you're on tips like way up in the air uh, as you're lifted up out of the water for like a second, and then he can't get any grip because his hands are made of metal; they're not made of flesh, and so he sl- this is like this as he like slides and drags his metal hands along the the rubber of this duck, and he starts to fall into the water. And there's like there's a big splash. The duck resettles and and um and and he and you can see he's just like falling into the water. And I'm gonna reach out and try to grab him. With your hands or with your magic? Probably with my hands. Okay. Because in just a moment of human panic Okay. I reach out with like, both hands. There's like one moment where he reaches up and you grab and you like reach into the water, but your arms are a little, both a little shorter than you both expected, and I think your fingertips touch, and then he slips under the water, 
Um, and we see a few panels of him start to like slowly drop and descend into the water. And you can see, and we see him looking up and there's the shape of the rubber ducky above him. And he looks down and there's just dark inky blackness below him. Um, and he kind of like uh, makes a, a little bit of a, th- a sound and like some bubbles ripple out of his mouth. And he looks down, he's looking around and he sees like a Cheshire cat smile just like a big um, bright white phosphorescent smile wider than his body. And he's like, that's really weird. Is the the light kind of just reflecting in a weird way? And then two eyes on either sides of the smile open up and blink for a second. And then like the eyelids close and disappear again. And the smile opens and reveals that it is just like three layers deep of like pointy phosphorescent shark teeth you turn to the last page of the comic and find a page of letters to the editor do you have questions or comments send your letters in written or short audio form to letters at protean.city we'll publish a few every issue with a response from our writers the first question asks hey protean city writers i was wondering if we would see more costume changes or if the public would get more info on them in general Since Sage lost her powers, I was enamored with the rules change and wanted to know more about it and what other changes you've created. Sincerely, Malvos. Hey there, Malvos. Thanks for writing in. I'm glad to hear you like the costume changes. We're really excited about them and think they add a whole new dimension to the comics we write. The Depowered was a super fun one, and seeing Sage struggle along without her powers, only to come into her own, was one of the things I'll most treasure. The current version of Costume Changes, the one we used on the show, is an early draft and there's definitely going to be some new stuff coming soon that makes it a more streamlined pathway instead of just being related to leveling up as you normally would. Think keys from Lady Blackbird. That said, I'm more than happy to point them out to you. We've got a link in the show notes. If you go there, you'll be able to find The Depowered and The Resurrected, which hopefully we don't have to deal with anytime soon. Thanks for writing in. Protean City Comics is a production of the Stop, Hack, and Roll podcast network. It is produced and edited by James Malloy. This issue was emceed by James Malloy, who can be found on Twitter at AndTheMeltdowns. Arcana is played by Jess Benini, who can be found on Twitter at HerlockHolmes1. Night Owl is played by me, Elspeth Denman, and I can be found on Twitter at TheCatOnTheWall. The introduction is voiced by Peter DiGilio. All music was composed by Jim Malloy. Masks, A New Generation, is a game by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. This podcast is created thanks to the financial support of backers at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. Join us on our Discord at discord.stophackandroll.com. Follow us on Twitter at Protean City and on Instagram at Protean City Comics. Subscribe to Protean City Comics on iTunes or anywhere podcasts are found. Join us next Wednesday to find out what thrilling adventures lie ahead.